Hey, Tomo, stoked to have you on the Casey Catch-Up. I want to welcome everyone. This is the third edition. And Tomo, um, Molokai to Oahu Foiler. And one of the pioneers, really, in, in SUP foiling and foiling in general. Um, Tomo, take it away. Give us a bit of background about yourself and um, what, what got you into foiling. Um, uh, I started foiling uh, about 2016. And I got go foil from Alex. And then, uh, yes, and then I started foiling, foiling. Yeah. Yeah, you were, um, you, I know you're definitely one of the first people to do it. And um, I guess there's no coincidence in that. You, you, you're, a, you're an ocean person. You, you're, you know, you're one of Japan's leading watermen. Um, do you want to give us a bit of a background on your life before foiling, before go uh, and all of that? I started windsurfing when I was uh, 18 years old. And then I went to Maui to learn the windsurfing. And then after I started kiting and surf, and, uh, and okay. every time I learned the uh, ocean sports from Maui, greatly affected by Maui. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think everyone in the world, in, in the water sports that we're doing at least, whether it be kiting, whether it be windsurfing, whether it be yeah. stand up, whether it be foiling now, everyone's, I guess, Maui really is, I guess, the, the spot where we've all learned it. I've, personally, I've spent a lot of time in Maui as well and originally surfing, then kite surfing, yeah. then stand up paddling, now foiling. And it's, yeah. um, it's sort of the mecca, you know, it's so good. Yeah. For yeah. sports, it's so good because there's consistent wind, for uh -huh. surfing, you know, Maui, Hawaii, it's in the yeah. middle of the Pacific Ocean, there's almost always waves. Um, yeah. And also the people on Maui seem to be pretty open-minded. They don't just surf, you know, they surf. They mm -hmm. use the wind when it's windy, when it's flat, you know, they're doing something else. They're always out in the ocean. And I think that's one of the reasons that Maui is such a special place for you and I. And um, yeah. we were just talking before, uh, before we clicked record that, Tomo's just been over in Maui. He was there for three months. And, um, yeah. you know, with COVID going on, it's not an easy thing to do. And he was just yeah. saying that um, he has to quarantine at home and he wasn't allowed to fly domestically once he arrived from, yeah. from Maui. So yeah. Tomo had to drive 20 hours in a rental car, yeah. which cost it's him yeah. a lot of money <laughs> to yeah, yeah. one-way rental. Yeah. 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 So I guess what why what 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 made you want to go to Maui um, for that? You know, obviously we all would love to go to Maui, but not all of us can just drop what we're doing and get over there. And you know, three months during COVID. Personally, I'm very yeah. jealous. I wish I could have done it. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it's hard to go into Hawaii right now from Australia. Yeah, really hard. If if we were to go, we'd have to get special permits, and then if we were to try to get back it'd be hard to get a flight and if we got a flight and we arrived in we then have to uh -huh. quarantine in a hotel at our uh -huh. own expense so it cost about three thousand dollars on top of the holiday yeah, of the wow. yeah. yeah it's expensive uh -huh. mm. uh -huh. Uh -huh. so for me yeah. traveling overseas is what i used to be doing but no longer really it's um uh -huh. it's something that's 
hard to do and you just have to try to look at what to do domestically. Um, it's not, not impossible though. It is possible to go overseas. It's just a little bit tricky, a little bit tricky. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, I guess I want you to tell us the story of, um, I guess, how you got the nickname Tomo, and then yes. tell us about your new nickname. Now, Foyle Tomo. Foyle Maybe exactly. more famous, I think. Because yeah. now, new, new sub father in Japan, they don't know uh, I was before sub, 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 subbing. Well, the, the, the new yeah, subject, yeah, yeah. even though yeah, you're yeah. just a yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Some people asked me, uh, you can supplacing? Then I said, I, yeah. Before I, I was supplacing a lot. Yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> yeah. you're probably one of, you know, you've done Molokai Suwahu 10 times, um, eight times on a yes. sub and two times on a foil. Pretty amazing. Yeah. I've done a yeah. five yeah. times on a sub. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. it's, it's a hard race to commit to every year. And the fact you've done it for 10 years, I guess that's probably yeah. a good, good question for, for, for you to tell us. Um, how did you find, what was harder, SUP, Molokai or foil? Uh, uh, my first SUP foil Molokai was super hard. Yeah. But my second time, I got a good ball and a good foils, so easy. It, yeah, it, it was easy. So, so super easy. Yeah, the, just first time, the first time for Molokai, what 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 equipment did you use for, for foiling? After Molokai, I used a uh, uh, bigger ball like uh, six. Uh, I forgot about six o. Mm -hmm. So sub foil ball with yeah. uh, uh, go foil Mariko two hundred. Yeah, yeah. It's easy to take off but how to keep going with the big fast swell in Molokai. Yes. That's a really good way of explaining yeah. it. The yeah. Malika 200 yeah. is, is a really good foil to get up and going. But once yeah. you're up and going, um, I guess yeah. this was before all the foils went a bit more higher aspect. Once you're up and going, yeah. it's hard to, the, the, the swells are massive. In, yeah, in Molokai, yeah. The swells are really big yeah. and they're moving really fast. Yeah. Even on, yeah. you know, even the boat struggle to stay with, with those swells, you know, so it's on a foil on the Malika 200. I bet you, your front leg must have yeah. been really sore. Yeah, I, I, I stopped about 10 times. 10 times, wow. My back foot is uh, done, finish because yeah. uh, you need to side away to get the finish line at the Molokai Tawahu. Yeah. It's not the same as uh, Mariko and uh, downwind, doing downwind mm -hmm. like other points. So it, it's hard to pumping side away with a bigger foil like Mariko. For sure. Yeah, less glide. Yeah. I guess that's, it's yeah. always a trade-off. I and mean, when I'm teaching down, so I'm trying to get more and more people into downwind foiling. And this is sort of the reason I'm yeah. doing these, these, I guess, these calls is to yeah. let people know, I guess, how much easier the equipment is now compared to when we first yeah. started. But, yeah. but also, I guess, first-hand experience from people that have done lots of downwind foiling like yourself and like the Tardu brothers that I've already interviewed. Um, yeah, the, the Malika 200, it's a really good fall to get up and going, but once you're going, it's, yeah. it's hard to stick with the yeah. swirls, depending on the conditions. Molokai Tawahu is probably the biggest ocean conditions you can find. Okay. So, yeah. um, 
but but for like a i'm sure in japan like you said you you do some lake downwinders the, the malika 200 is probably one of the better foils to use even still yeah. because the short wind swell moves a lot slower yeah. than the massive ocean yeah yeah. yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah we'll like get into that later, but i guess let's backtrack we'll come back to 2019 M2O mm -hmm. foil, but I want to go back and ask you, what was your first downwind foil experience like? Um, uh, uh, actually, my first downwind foil experience was in New Caledonia. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I sent you a photo yes. by the email. I'm going to bring it up. Then, yeah, first type of go foil, kite foil, and yep. uh, 24 inch mass with kite tail. Yep. And then, but uh, I didn't have a Ball that can be for the attach. Then I had a surprise event in New Caledonia. And then I bring the foil to New Caledonia. And is this is this photo yeah. here? Is this you in New Cal? Yeah, yeah. This is this is me. Yeah. So photo by Patrice Morin from New Caledonia. Yeah. This is a actually uh, uh this is uh, exactly my first uh, takeoff on the foil. Wow. Captured, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> so how about the yeah. equipment? You know, look at this board. It's yeah. it's a race board, right? It's yes, this board from the General Chromas. He's a legend shape up in New Caledonia. He's a father of uh Clement Chromas. Yeah. Clement is a top supplier and uh top foiler now. Yeah. And uh, he that uh loaned me this this board. Yeah, right. I, actually, I learned to foil on when I first went to Maui. I, I wish I had a photo. When, when I first went to Maui, I, I learned uh -huh. on um, uh -huh. the, the, the big, um, I call it the aircraft carrier. It looks like a big rectangle and it was super thick. Alex, uh -huh. Alex Aguera's board. And he, oh, really? oh, oh. yeah, so he, the first, he, he'd added a bit of rocker into it. So it was just like a big plank. I think it was probably. I want to say like nine foot long and probably it was uh -huh. pretty wide too and it just looked like a like a uh -huh. plank, a plank a, and, and I, went, I went with um jeffrey and finn spencer and i was on this big big board that alex had loaned me and i was using a maliko i guess the 160 is that right yeah yeah and that was Oh, that was the first of Malika run was awesome. It was the first time I got up. And it, as you oh. said, like it's one of the best feelings when you first get up on the foil. Um, wow. But I remember you saying, we were chatting before, that you were using in this photo, you were using a kite. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And that would have been harder. Then, then really hard. But I, I was thinking that I can make it. Yeah. yeah I saw the. Kaireni's video on a YouTube. Yeah. Then I was thinking, uh, looks like so easy. So I was thinking, uh, okay, I can make it. Then I tried uh, first time downwind foiling in New Caledonia and then was super light wind. So I was thinking, uh, okay, I think uh, Maui is more easy because there is a lot of wind. Then so I've been to Maui and then I I have a Mariko 162, but I I use the kite kite foil, small one. 
Yeah, yeah. I I was thinking I I have a good puzzle skills. I I think so. Then and then then、uh, yeah. Then I tried, but uh, only two second fight. Yeah. Only two second, and after nothing. Yeah. Yeah, then, I you know yeah. I'd forgotten about it, but I had a similar experience over in Western Australia at the, the King of the、oh. Cut.、Um, I'd, oh, just oh, gotten, I'd just gotten the I'd just gotten the Kai. The, the, it was、uh-huh. 2016.、Uh-huh. I would have just gotten the foil, like literally in October. And King of the Cut is、uh-huh. in December. And I remember I was using、um, I was on JP. I was writing JP boards then. I had the the slate,、uh-huh. so it was six foot yeah, yeah, yeah. by you know square and you know yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. not Not the best board for downwinding, but it was decent. It was a stand-up, so I could get going. And Matt Nodich and I,、um, uh-huh. in the week before King of the Cut, thought, "Oh, we should try it out. Conditions look pretty good." And so we went、mm-hmm. out at the start of the King of the Cut up up the top at Dawesville. And he was on a race board, and I was on the foil board, and we're just taking turns.、Mm-hmm. And I think I got up once or twice, but I don't think I even linked a bump. I got up, and then you just get going, and then you just—it was、uh-huh. so hard to. You know, even now I think I'd find it hard to to downwind on the Kai. It's it's just、oh, a little bit yeah, now, now、right. a little bit too small.、Um, yeah, yeah. So, but what do what do you think? You can make we can make a downwind、uh, with Kai foil now. Or I think, I think have, still, have, I think still, I, I never, I, I never tried. Yeah, but,、uh, we we have a good downwind foiling skill now, so maybe. We should try, I guess. We, we should try and see on a really good day. Maybe be really fast. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. for sure, I guess.、Um, definitely, looking back, it was a bad idea. And I guess what I always、yeah. recommend people to do now is is start with the biggest foil possible. Like I, I tell、uh-huh. people, if they can get their hands on a Maliko two eighty, you're going to be able、mm-hmm. to paddle up under the foil. Yeah. Even if、yeah. you're going super slow, you're still going faster than anything else. Like、yeah. a surf ski,、yeah. a stand-up paddle, an outrigger canoe,、yeah. Maliko 280 is still faster than that. Yeah. So it's slow,、yeah. but only slow compared、yeah. to the other foils that we're using. So the Maliko、yeah. 280, I think, is actually a really good one to learn on, and、um, it doesn't glide as well as some of the newer, higher aspect foils, but it paddles up like yeah, the easiest, easier, the easiest、yeah. to paddle up. Yeah.、Um, yeah. So I guess that's. Do you do you teach downwind foiling in Japan? I'm pretty sure I've seen.、Uh, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I, I teach some people, but I recommend to use a、uh, Mariko 200 for the first time. Yeah, because in Japan is、uh, not throwing like、uh, Maui,、mm. so we have a small bumps, so it better to use、uh, Mariko 200. Yeah, yeah. Or GL 240, maybe. Yes. Yeah. 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 Kind of similar here. So in in Australia, in the east coast of Australia, we have our ocean runs, which it's probably、mm-hmm. better to use something like the GL two ten, or、mm-hmm. or the two hundred works、mm-hmm. too. But、um, on the two eighty, it's hard because the the swells are moving so fast. Kind of like what you felt in Molokai. It's it's hard yeah, to yeah, yeah. the swells. I always say that、mm-hmm. the best conditions for people to learn is when there's no swell in the ocean and just lots of wind.、Mm-hmm. When there's lots of wind, the Maliko 280 is perfect because you're just on the wind chop. As soon as、uh-huh. there's、yeah. swell, and the swells move、yeah. so much faster. As soon、yeah. as there's swell, it's、um, the Maliko 280 is going to be harder to keep up with the swells. 
and you're gonna have to if you get on the swell you're gonna almost pop whereas if you just think about the wind chops yeah. and the gravy you're gonna be able to go a lot yeah. better um and, and i always say that yeah. when you're learning you're better off going slower and just linking the tiny little wind chops and just staying up on the foil mm -hmm. Then using a uh -huh. smaller foil and trying to chase the wind, the, 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 so trying to chase the, the ground swell, which you're not uh -huh. going to be able to keep up with um, unless you're really strong at paddling and you've got a really good understanding of, of how to get up and onto the foil. So yeah. it's, um, definitely it's tricky. It's, it's one of the really hard skills to learn. And, and I guess that's yeah. why I wanted to bring you on and sort of chat about it. Um, so yeah, New Caledonia. Yes, on, on a high foil. Yep. On this massive race board, ten foot ten foot long yeah. race board. <laughs> yeah, and uh, after I went to Maui, then I got a starboard like a hypernut, like a, like yours. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, yeah. squares one. Square one, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and you went easy. with Tomo, right? Is that Tomoko? So it was the the two yeah, so, sub Tomos. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, yes. She lived in Maui. Yeah. Yeah. And so you guys. Yeah, had I, did you, you lent Tomo the Maliko win and you, you thought you'd yes. get paddle up on the car. Yeah. 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 And so how did that go? Did, did Tomoko get up? No, and she, she couldn't get up. Did you but get up? She had, she, she, she had a bigger board than me. Yeah. So I, I was on the 6.9 Hypernut starboard. Yeah. It was a 6.9 liters. So it's hard to keep paddling. Yes. Finally, I'm laying down and then Following to the um, sugar cup. Yes, yes. So the about, sugar cove is about halfway. So for the Maliko run, yeah. you start at Maliko. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Sugar cove is about halfway, and then you normally you finish all the way down at um, Kahului yeah. Harbour. Yeah. yeah. But it's good course for the practice for that win. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. At the, for, for the first time to the harbour, it's too, too long. We don't need uh, no. lots of distance. Yeah? No. Only halfway is not enough. Yes, and that's, that's a really good tip. I guess I'm going to yeah. accentuate that. When you're yeah. first doing your first downwind foil, yeah. to be honest, anything more than sort of three kilometres is probably uh -huh. too much. You know, yeah. Yeah. You're paddling. Yeah, too much, yeah. I mean, yeah. like start yeah. with you know, two or three kilometres. And if you feel like you can go longer, go back to the yeah. start and do it again. But don't try yeah, to yeah. do you know, 15 kilometers in your first downwind foil because there's every chance <laughs> that you're not going to yeah. get up and paddling, yeah. paddling yeah. a long way on your six foot, six nine yeah. foil board is it's, not fun. It's not fun at yeah. all. It's not fun. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Exactly. And <laughs> then I couldn't get up and then finally I lay down paddle to the sugar cup about five kilo. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So is that even uh, here? Uh, uh, yeah. Was even long, yeah. Like a story, but need to paddling into the beach. Yeah. Uh, Tomoko has a had a bigger board than me. Mm -hmm. She can start up easy, and then she's gone. And she left so. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Tough, tough one. You yeah, leave the foil, yeah. and she leaves you. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But it's it's good experience and a good memory. Yeah, I think that's probably one of the reasons that downwind foiling is um, is so rewarding is because it is so hard to learn. And once you get yes. it, then you can foil, yeah. for, you know, now you've foiled for 52 kilometres, yeah. Molokai to Oahu. At the yeah. beginning, you couldn't even go um, Maliko to Sugar Cove, you know, so it's, um, yeah. 
it's it's rewarding that you continue to improve and yeah. go and as, as you get better you can go further and further distances or just have more fun and use smaller foils um yeah so yeah so, yeah, when, yeah, so did, when 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 did you have your first successful foil run what uh, uh, after one year from the my first micro run then I I had a Mariko 160, mm -hmm. old Mariko one, and then I ha I had a little bit bigger board than the 69. Yeah. It was a seven seven four I think, and then really windy days. Then I was thinking to the sugar cob, mm -hmm. uh, Mariko Bay to the sugar cob. It's a uh, eight kilo, mm -hmm. but uh, condition it was super great, and then once I I got up. I never stopped to the harbor. Oh, you, you but, went too far. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was my first uh, successful for the downwind voiding. Wow, so, so I, your I, first, first success, you went, you, you didn't come down the whole way. Yes. Wow. Yeah, it yeah. was a very good days. Windy, yeah. and then I passed the many sub-foilers, my friend, my friend in Maui. Yeah, so I'm very stoked, and then I'm screaming like a kid. <laughs> yeah, and then it goes to, to the till the end. Yeah, I oh, still okay. remember the remember. It's uh, one of the best memory of my life. Wow, how good is that? Yes. And and I guess what did you do differently? Was it just the equipment, or had you been sap foiling uh, or prone foiling? Uh, equip for sure uh, in that time Mariko 160 is the best downwind foil mm -hmm. and then also I got a more bigger board mm -hmm. to more stable to take off yes and also big things is uh, I learned I learned how to lead the waves yeah so it it, it, it it's a uh, similar to sub downwind but not same, yes. not so totally same. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, what do you think, how would you explain the difference? Uh, foiling, foiling, we can go sideways more than the sub, regular sub. Mm -hmm. we, uh, we have to read the waves, uh, not only the front of the waves, like we need to check the side of the waves. Yes. And then we the choice the good good waves yeah. take off. Yeah, so I guess it's it's a good way to explain it. We can go across the waves much faster. So when there's a really good bump, sometimes yeah. you're actually better not to go straight. You're better off to go across. And like yeah. I guess the, the a really good analogy is that um, I think Marcus or Ben said earlier in the podcast was if you're surfing at Snapper Rocks, which is a mm -hmm. long right hand point break, if you if you get if you go right. You're going to go all mm -hmm. the way to Coolangatta, all the way to Kira. Yeah. If you go uh -huh. straight, you're going to end up on the beach at Snapper Rocks and have to walk back around. Yeah. So if, if you go across the wave, you're uh -huh. going to continue to, I guess you're going to get more out of the wave. Whereas if you go straight with the wave, you're going to run into the one in front or you're going to run into, you know, run out of speed basically. So you, you want to be able to using, you know, the bump, be right at the top and always be going downhill on a foil because we can go faster than the, than the swells. If yeah. we're, we go straight, we're going to run into the top, 
run into yeah. the bottom of it and then we're going to start to go uphill as well. So yeah. if you go across, it's like you stay in that little section downhill yeah. from here. Mm. Yeah. yeah, also, I know that we need to keep the face of the waves. Don't to go fast. Point is uh, sometimes too fast. Yes. So need to keep the uh, middle of the wave. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, yeah. Middle, perfect. Yeah, middle or even top. I find sometimes even behind is better than, yeah. than the middle because at the middle you you drop down into the bottom and then all of a sudden you've got a pump. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Stay like high, like above the middle. Then you're yeah. always you just stand there. You're just like, how good is this? And as soon yeah. as you go too fast, you're like, oh no, I've got a pump. Looking around, you know, you got to look yeah. around for the for the next next bump or the next swell. And I did you actually explained it really well before is by going across the bumps, like across this uh -huh. way. And you actually have the choice. You can let that one go, let that one go, and then you can turn down to the next one and then go across, go across the other way. And then you can sort of let a yeah. couple go, let a couple go, and then drop down again, like waiting for the best bump. Um, yeah. Is a really good tip by going across and sort of finding the right speed of the swells and then picking the right bump. You, yeah, you just glide. It's, um, oh, it makes me really want to go downwind foiling right now. Yeah. So we need a good decision. Yeah? Yes, decision making. There's yeah. there's more options than on a sub. Yeah. On a sub, you, you paddle and you, you pretty much have the option to go straight, a little bit left, uh -huh. or a little bit right. On a foil, you can yeah. go straight. You can go fully, like ninety yeah. degrees to the wind this way, yeah. ninety degrees to the wind this way, and then yeah. everywhere in between. So there's like a hundred and eighty yeah. degrees of choice. Whereas on a sub, yeah. it's like thirty degrees, like just here. Yeah. Whereas foiling, yeah. it's all the way through here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we can pump. Yeah, pumping around. Pumping along, yeah, exactly. So yeah. we've touched on a little bit, but like, what sort of um, downwind foil runs do you do in Japan, and and how do the conditions compare to say Malika or you know Molokai? Uh, uh, in in Miyazaki, uh, where I live now, mm -hmm. here, uh, three years ago. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I thought the, the, the point, it's, it's, you guys have an epic, epic little wave you can chip onto way out yeah. and can come yeah. all the way around the island, all the way into the beach. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So we, we don't have a good winds here, mm -hmm. but a good, good stuff. But, but uh, we have, we have uh, some good place for downwind in Japan. Yeah. One of the best places is uh, Omaizaki. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a, uh, 40 knot winds in the winter. Wow. Is, is, that, is, that with, is that like with a front, like a cold front, like a storm, or is it like? Uh, it's a, a, like a trade wind in the winter. Trade wind. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. In the winter season. Yeah. So then there is a many wind surfers. Is a, Umaizaki is a mecca for the wind surfing. There is a yeah, many. It's like the Japanese Maui. Surfer. Yeah, Japanese Maui. But, only problem is it's super cold. Oh. <laughs> it's like Japanese. <laughs> we need, uh, we need uh, five milli wetsuits and a head cap. Yeah. Most, uh, not, not Maui. Yeah. Uh, okay, more like Japanese Hood River. Ah, uh, yeah. Most, most right. But Hood River is uh, temperature is Just warmer. Yeah. It's cold. We need a uh, jacket and then booties, everything. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but uh, good downwind place in Japan, best downwind place in Japan. 
what, what, what sort of what's what's the what's the run like? like if you're downwinding, how, how far are you going? Uh, is it is it a beat? We can choose the distance like 5k or 10k, 15k, but we need to through the short breaks. Yes. So it, it's hard, hard part yeah. for the start downwind. Yeah, it's not sometimes no waves, it's easy to getting out, mm -hmm. but sometimes we have a big short break, so not good for the beginner, downwind beginner. No, that makes it hard. Yeah. But once once getting out, there's good pumps like uh Mariko. Wow. Small version of Mariko. Yeah. Windy. windy. <laughs> yeah. That sounds awesome. I'll have to get yeah. out of it one time. After so there, there is a, and then there's a, a few sub point down My friend. Yeah. My friend Yoshi, he living over there and then sub point down a lot. Nice. And some guys started uh, prone downwind pointing. Yeah, so actually that's a good point. So, so the prone downwind foiling, are they using the waves to, to get started or are they prone? Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. Yeah, using the waves. Like a take off and chip in and then popping oh, yeah. out. And then, yeah. And, and then what guy, when they, if they fall off once they're out, do they have to paddle back in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they paddling back in. But they they don't go too far. Yeah. Only, yeah. The, only the close to the shore. Yeah. The wave, wave. So they yep. once fall out, falling out, they can try to get catching wave. Yeah. So that's what I have that I've really noticed is is you know with the downwind foiling exploding, um, yeah. Lots of guys in in Oahu and, and even some guys yeah, yeah, yeah. doing the the prone downwind foil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super cool, but I think it just it, it doesn't. Um, not everyone can do it. In, in their local yeah. conditions like for me where i live in sydney it's too many headlands so the sap uh -huh. seems like it's a lot easier to to get going uh -huh. um, and i'm sure it sounds like uh, in japan too like people do it but only for short distances yeah. the, the sap allows you to go further yeah. out to sea and go yeah. the distance yeah yeah so yeah but i had uh you know wahoo they when they falling out they Paddling back uh, about uh, long way, eh? long way about one k, one kilo or two, two one kilo. I, I had. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not sure exactly the run they're doing. I think it's yeah, it's not a good thing if they fall down. But from my understanding, they go from Black's Black, Black Point to like the Outrigger Canoe Club, uh -huh. or less. And there's uh -huh. around Diamond Head there. There's lots of little waves that you can get started on, but it's yeah, it's better if you don't come down, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They also looks like uh, they don't have a leash. Oh, I haven't noticed that, but it doesn't. Yeah, I guess that'd be a bad thing. I, I, yeah. I, I can't believe without leash for downwinding. Yeah, because the, 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 if you fall off, the foils seem to have a little mind of their own, don't they? Like you fall off, and sometimes they just keep going. Like I know yeah. um, I tow foil with some of the, the crew here in Sydney, uh, the, the Lost Boys, and they a lot of the time they don't like wearing leash because normally we're towing in like deep water spots. So it's not going to go anywhere. And we have a jet ski in case the board goes anywhere. But I always like, I, I like to wear a leash because even if you fall off uh -huh. you fall in front of the board, the leash actually stops it from running you over because you fall mm -hmm. forwards, then the leash pulls the board backwards. Whereas if uh -huh. you don't have a leash, you fall off yeah. and then the foil keeps going and can run you over. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also yeah. Of the obvious reason it's not going to hit someone else as well or, or yeah. wash up on the rocks or the beach. So yeah. I... 
I've been starting to wear my leash more and more with those guys when I go out with them, but they they always give me a hard time. What are you wearing a leash for? You know, with towing. It's yeah. like, yeah, safe, more safe. Uh -huh. Yeah, more safe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah if, if with jet ski, no problem. Yeah, yeah. But less, that, less of a problem. Yeah, yeah. Ski, no problem. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Let's get back to Japan. I guess I'd, I'd love to that, um, was it Omazaki? Sounds like a... Yeah. Sounds like I'd have to come over, do some snowboarding in Japan. And then and, uh, and you should do the uh, uh, Point Darwin Clinic in Japan. Oh, I'd love to. Whenever yeah, they're going to I'd love to get I over there. Help. Yeah, it'd be so cool. Yeah, I mm. can help you. Yeah, so. one of the spots that I've, that I've been, I've done a clinic, is, is like... Yeah, yeah. yeah, and that, that yeah. weird... Survival. Yeah, yeah BY, you know, BY is the uh, best uh downwind foil and uh winging place in japan yes there is a good wind and uh bumps like small bumps so easy to take off yes yeah i guess uh, kind of like like um i guess like the kihei run so to speak yeah like, like kick it up smaller easy. there's less swell yeah. no swell yeah 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 and then more, more safety yes the lake so yeah. You can't go anywhere. Don't worry about uh, the everything like a shark too. No sharks yeah. in the lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll touch on the sharks um, in yeah. a little bit. But yeah, Lake Biwa looks like an awesome spot, and I guess that's the the reason that's so good is, is because it's a lake and it's 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 a big lake though. It's quite a big lake yeah. and it's like a, a steady trade wind or, or sea breeze or uh -huh. it's there's always wind. It seems like when I went there, it was yeah. well, really nice. bumps. Yeah uh-huh wow yeah so yeah i guess actually, i've seen you doing some like teaching crew to paddle up on the maliko 280 there i think in the bunker uh -huh. yeah oh it's like oh. A, good, a good spot for for teaching and and learning how to down yeah. the world because it's as you said it's controlled it's in a lake the bumps are small close together and you uh -huh. get up nice and easy and then once you're up opens this whole oh. new world oh nice yeah <laughs> So, so many people started Darwin pointing in Australia. No, um, many. Look, there's 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 probably I'd say 15 people that are doing it a lot. Mm -hmm. like, um, here in Sydney, there's only a handful of guys. There's uh, Perth, um, who's an ex-pro surfer. He's he's doing a pretty good pretty good job uh -huh. down in foiling. He lives just south of me. I'm in like Bondi. Um, mm -hmm. And then I got Zane Westwood, who lives just around the corner from me, and we do a couple of runs together. He's getting really good. I want to, uh -huh. I want to get Tom Carroll out. We're going to try to get him out tomorrow. Oh, actually, yeah. try to get him downwind foiling, and then on, oh. on the call and talk to him about what worked, what didn't, because he hasn't done much downwind foiling, but he downwind sups and he foils well. Oh, yeah. so I think oh, okay. going to get him across the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then there's a bunch of there's you know Ben Tardrew, Marcus Tardrew, um, mm -hmm. Johnny Hagen. He lives up in the Gold Coast, um, and then there's a there's a bunch of the prone guys doing it too. Um, yeah. I, bits and pieces, lots of little groups everywhere, but I haven't really seen like a really big group doing it all together. Um, uh -huh. So hopefully down the track we get um, some more people doing. It. I think Western Australia is getting more and more popular now to do it. Um, you know, Foil Perth and Mick McCormick, oh, yeah. Marcus yeah. Tardrew, they're all. Yeah doing a pretty good job over there and there's a, there's a growing crew coming through next summer. I think we'll see lots of more, a lot more people doing it. Uh -huh. So 
I'm trying to get more people doing it because I know how fun it is. You know, it's yeah, yeah, the yeah. best feeling. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I guess one thing that isn't the best feeling is when a shark runs yes. into your foil in between yeah. Molokai and Oahu. So yeah. uh, maybe tell us about that. Your, your second M2O, um, which was 2019, yes. so it was the last time it was on. And tell yeah. me what happened. Uh, so it was uh, my second time M2O foil. Yeah, yeah. Two, 2019. Yeah. Um, then I had a good board from Dave Karama. Yeah, so actually, what, what, what dimensions? How long? How, how narrow? Well, it was a six, six, about six, five, nine, five, eight. Okay. And then enough wide, about 20, 27 inches. Okay. A little bit bigger for me, but I, I really want to make a Morokai to Wafu because, uh, so, I need a bigger board. So, yep. and then I use a uh, GoFoil GA210. Okay, big. Yeah, 210. I, yeah. I, I think uh, I could make uh, on 180, yes. but uh, Morocco Wafu is a difficult, so I use a uh, 210 yep. for more safety. Yes. And then was easy, really easy to grind uh, with a uh, GA210. I feel like uh, um, cruising. Yeah. So and it was matching the, the big swells. It was matching. It's yeah. Easy, uh -huh. easy to keep going though with the uh, fastest swells, bigger swells. Yeah. Easy to go sideways and then feeling just cruising. Yeah. Then um, I was thinking, uh, be, uh, easiest Morokai to Morokai to Wafu yeah. in my life. Yeah. I did. I already nine times before. Mm -hmm. Done that, but time. Easy, so easy to to the to the China wall. Yeah, China, after China wall is that. Uh... Yeah, hard. <laughs> so my anyway, and then uh, when uh, I was I was pointing to the halfway halfway. I I I uh, okay. Uh, wait. That's when the shark. Yeah, yeah. That's when the shark yeah. attacked you or attacked your foil. Yes, it was uh, just middle of the channel. I checked my GPS after the race. Mm -hmm. It's uh, just middle of the channel. Wow! And, uh, middle. It knew you were halfway. Yes. Then when I was foiling, I'm goofy foot. So when I was foiling, the uh, shadow of the big fish uh, came to my foil mm -hmm. and they hit and then uh, so did it when it hit did it just hit and then go away the or did it just the go gone. yeah yeah they hit and they gone and then uh he came from the left rear i'm goofy futa so i could see him yeah from the left side yeah and then after hit my mask i will touch down but uh but not falling down in the water. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I had a foot strap, so. Yeah, because I had a whole lot I, of I, Yeah, yeah. But I've, I, actually, I, I've actually had a similar experience. I was foiling just south of Sydney um, in Wollongong and that there was actually, it's, I was finishing at a spot called um, Sharky's Boat Ramp, which maybe <laughs> wasn't the best place to finish, but I was coming just past Sandon Point 
and there was a I'm not sure if it was a shark, but it was it was a big fish. You know, was a similar thing. I was foiling along and I was looking out to sea because I'm natural footer, so I'm looking right. And and I felt this um I didn't see it, but I, I felt something like it felt like I hit something, and then a big uh-huh. shadow went across and out to sea. So I didn't ever saw it coming, but it came from back left, came from behind uh-huh. me, back left, and then it shot out towards my like right. And mm. I wasn't wearing foot straps, but wobbled and then i'm oh. looking around like what was that and i saw it shoot off and i was thinking man i can't come down you know no, no wow. escort, but i was just doing a just a downwind run and um yeah, it shook me up like i was like man uh-huh. i don't know if it was a shark but it was a really big fish and it was it, it felt like it was coming at the foil hit it uh-huh. and then took off and and i didn't have any like, it didn't bite the foil it just it's like it ran uh-huh. into it and then went away um, mm-hmm. Did you have any bite marks on the foil? No, I, I uh, just little scratch. Little scratch. Yeah. Yeah. So he come from the deer and then just uh, hit my mask and it gone. Yeah. But I was I, I was so scary. Then I was screaming for help to my boat captain. Mm. Then 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 I took about ten minutes for the. Best. I was thinking uh, almost retire because I was really scary. Yeah. Then, but, uh, yeah fair uh, but I started foiling again. I believe the shark was gone. So, yeah. 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 I, I can't I, imagine I uh, something like that happening in the middle of a race. Uh, yeah. You know, I guess it's good yeah. there's all the other people around, but, you know, as well as anyone, when you're in the middle of the channel yeah. between Molokai and Oahu, even though there's, you know, a hundred competitors, you, you can't see yeah. anyone. Like sometimes, especially sitting down on a foil, you wouldn't be able to see anything, just yeah. big swells. Sometimes you can't even see your escort boat. You know, it's, yeah. it's, um. And then in that time, my boat, my boat captain was uh, too far from me. Yeah. Because I was pointing so fast. Yeah. Then I shark hit my foil and then so scary because yeah. I, I bought both captains like like this side. Oh wow! From me. <laughs> Behind you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was yeah. Like, like yeah. That's not something. I guess it's it's not that. It, it's happened a fair bit. You know, Connor had it on the Maliko run. Um, yeah. Perez in in Tahiti had it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw the video. Yeah, and then there was also a guy that unfortunately passed away in New Caledonia doing the Numea run. He was sitting on his foil board, I think, and really, yeah, yeah, bit his leg. Yeah, yeah, just just recently, I think, in the last in the last six months. Yeah, the, the run like I've I've been to New Caledonia, Numea, yeah, apparently. How are we pointing? Sup foil? I think I, I don't, we don't know what happened, but um, the shark like bit his leg off. Yeah. I, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I have to get my facts right, but I'm sure if you look it up, Google it, you'll, you'll find that. Mm. Yeah, that, that happened. Um, so I think, I think we're definitely safer once we're up on the foil, but there's definitely some sort of vibrations and the speed we're going that sharks think yeah. maybe they're food, um, which is scary, you know? Um, scary, though. Definitely, you always want all your safety equipment with you, you know, phone, EPIRB, yes. 
Um, and always foil in a group, I think, is the best. You know, if you have some. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, sure. I don't want to go alone. Yeah. So yeah. It's tricky, though, because even when you're, you're foiling down the, down the, um, your local downwind run, even if you're, you know, if you and I are in the same bump together and I go right, yeah. you go left, all of a sudden yeah. we could be 500 meters apart, you know? Yeah. And then, you know, you won't see each other for another kilometer, then all of a sudden you're back on the same bump again. Yeah. You cover so much yeah. ground because, you know, you're going across so much and zigzagging yeah. all over the ocean. It's hard to follow each other. Um, so yeah, it's, it's one of those things that I don't like to think about too much about the sharks and all that. And, and I, I see a lot of sharks here in Sydney. I see lots of like, I forward a lot, lots of hammerheads and uh -huh. not very threatening. They're not looking, they usually run away from the foil, okay. but it's something that everyone has to be aware of, um, that it is a risk. You know, there are sharks out in the ocean and kind of like yeah, yeah. hours on the road, you know, if you are in the wrong spot at the wrong time, you know, yeah. crossing a road, you can die. Out mm. to sea, a shark could think you're food and, you know, you could get unlucky, oh, but yeah. it's, um, it's a risk that I'm willing to take because it's so much fun out there and it's yeah. super low risk. Like the number of people that have done, you know, downwind paddling, downwind foiling, surfing, yeah. uh, you're more likely to, 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 to die driving to the surf spot than you are actually being out in the surf. So yeah. it's, um, but yeah, definitely always safety stuff and, and, and foiling in yeah. groups is the best thing because yeah. Yeah, when it goes wrong, you, you definitely need some sort of help. Yeah, there when you can get it. Um, so did you? So you finished Molokai, the shark. Yes. You shook off the shark. You kept going. Yeah. Um, yeah. and did you? When when did you go out foiling next? How how long did you wait? No, uh, uh next day, uh, after the Molokai Tuafu, mm -hmm. I back on Maui, and then I went to Darwin again. No. Oh. no rest. Not with not with, 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 uh, with Dave. Yeah, with nice. Dave he said, uh, um, it's really rare the, for the shark attack, so you don't stop, keep going. So he said, come on, you got to get back on the horse. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then I, I did the uh, uh, I did downwind right after the Morocco Tafu. Yeah. Shark never show up. Yeah, but uh, yeah. but a uh, big big mantrai. Oh wow! Uh, just from, like just from from okay. Yeah, it's so scary. No. <laughs> what was scary? Just, the shark or the manta ray? Uh shark is definitely scary. Yeah, <laughs> but a mantrai just jumping, just front of me. Yeah, I almost crash. Wow! And then whoa! Then really really close. Yeah. Uh, so big, 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 big mantle. I never seen before that. Yeah, yeah I've never, I've never experienced that. Um, yeah. Falling with a manta ray jumping. I've, I've paddled in in the Maldives with with a manta ray, but just on a yeah. race board, so going really slowly. Um, yeah. That would have been awesome. Wow. And that was in the Maliko run. Yes, Maliko to the harbor. Yeah. Wow. Manta ray showed up just in front of the harbor entrance. Uh -huh. I had a, there is a many big fish here over there, just yes. from the harbor. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. always a uh, bit of life going on at the entrance yeah. to the harbor. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to stop entrance the harbor. Always. No, always all the way. As far as you can yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. All the way to yeah. the boat ramp. <laughs> yeah. So, 
for sure. Yeah, we had a we have a um this for the downwind, but mm, yeah, we should uh, yeah we risk, but it's fun. Yeah, always the risk, always the risk, but always the risk for in the ocean. We live in the, in the no nature. Matter what we're doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. so it is what it is. And, you know, you're either willing to take the risk or you're not, but you can't live your life in fear. You know, you, yeah. you, everyone's going to die at some point. You know, that's yeah. life. Yeah. Life yeah. and death. Um, hand in hand. But yeah, I, I love yeah. the ocean and I kind of feel that sharks are a part of it and that's you know like anything there's a risk but uh, after but after my shark experience to after uh, 2009 yeah after after that i did uh, already i did uh, over 50 times mm -hmm. downwind but i never saw shark so. never saw shark again there you go awesome. yeah so it's, yeah. it's it, it's definitely rare like I, in the middle of summer yeah. here in australia you can see if a couple sharks every now and then, just little ones, and they're usually afraid of you. Yeah. Touch wood, I've, I've never had a um, a shark sort of go for me. Yeah. But um, yeah, I've, I've heard their stories. But it's, yeah. you got to be prepared for when that happens, and it is what it yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. I want to change change tack now, and I want to I wanna ask you about wing foiling. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and have yeah, you done? Yeah, in Japan, the wing foiling is uh, going bigger and yeah. bigger. It's, it's taking off, isn't it? Everywhere it seems. Yeah. Um, I guess. Have you done much wing foiling? Have you done any wing foil downwinders? Yeah, I I did a uh, uh, wing foiling, but uh, no downwind with the wing. Okay, not downwind with the wing. Yeah, just the ones. For downwind, for downwind. For me, without a wing is uh, much more fun. Yes, same for me. I think, I think you too, because yeah, yeah wing foil, wing foil downwind is uh, good for the uh, most of the people for mm. having fun. Yes, with with foiling, but um, people who can sub 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 downwind foiling or prone downwind foiling, so they don't need the wings. Yeah. It, to, to me actually the wing gets in the way so yeah when, when i'm like i guess the beauty of downwind foiling is you're just flowing with the ocean and by holding yeah. this wing in your hand yeah. you, know, you can yeah. either sail with it or you can sort of free wing with it yeah. and sailing it does have the same feeling it's more like you're yeah. too much like sailing i guess you're sailing with the wind not using the swell as much yeah. and then free winging it's very similar but when you go straight yeah. downwind, the wing gets a little bit in the road, is what I find. Yeah. Um, yeah. You would have done some free winging, I bet. Have you found the same thing? Like when you hold the wing out to the side, it is hard yeah. to keep out of the way. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So wave riding is fun. Super. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like car in Maui. Yes. We when we get a win, it's fun to the wave riding the with the wings. Yeah. I, I like it. Yeah. It's like um, I, I compare it to like toe foiling, but you toe yes. yourself. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you just hold the wind um, behind you and it's, man, yeah, yeah. nothing. I actually yeah. just went out yesterday afternoon. I went out and it wasn't that windy, probably only like 10 knots. And I uh -huh. gusts and I used my 6.4. I got uh -huh. out and, and, and the NL160. 
and I got out and there wasn't much wind in close, but the further out I got, there was more wind and the sun was setting and I got like, you know, I got like four or five waves, like, and there was a tow foil crew just sort of near me. Uh-huh. And they were getting a few waves, but I was getting just as good as just as good a waves as them. And with the wing, I was almost quicker. I could get one wave, foil off the uh-huh. back, power up, oh, nice. turn around again, and so much uh-huh. fun. Yeah, you know, wow. don't have to worry about petrol oh. or um, you know washing the jet ski or having a friend to go with. As all you need is a little bit of wind, and you you wow. ripping it. Sounds like a best for, best uh, conditions for the winging. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's like nice you, with a little bit more wind, <laughs> but yeah, it's like you had a good wing pointing spot there. Yeah, we do. So yeah. Sydney's northern beaches, yeah. we we have a few spots that I'll keep a little bit secret. But um, yeah, yeah we got really nice conditions for. Uh-huh. You know, it's not really enough wind to kite surf or, or wind surf yeah. a lot of the time, but for winging, you can get out a lot of days and. Using bigger equipment, but um, yeah, too much yeah, fun, yeah. too much fun. Yeah. And then, yeah, um, I want to move on to prone downwind following because you've hung out with Dave Kalama a fair bit, and have yeah. you been using the paddles? Yeah, hand paddle, yes. They yeah. they made one for me. Yeah, the big hand paddle, and then we tried out at the Mariko. So and, you, and success. Last, last time, I I made made it for the first time. Yeah, you made it. Yeah. Wow. So how was I? That's I want. I'm. I want to try to get Dave on the show, and yeah. can you explain the the how it works? Like you're paddling, I guess, uh, on your knees or yeah, yes, but definitely, definitely, hand paddles works. Yes. Uh, compared to bare hands. Mm-hmm. So. Hand paddles, and so definitely the hand paddles work. You've done it with David yeah. on the Maliko run. Yes. Yeah. Then and I made a takeoff. Then also the knee, knee paddling more works for the um, takeoff. Yeah. So so you're yeah. always on your knees to take off. Uh, not not always, but uh, knee paddling is more, more easy to get up. Sometimes yeah. I have to lay down, but. Yeah, it's fun. More, yeah. more challenging. I bet. Yeah. But I, I don't want to go by myself. No. Is, yeah, uh, but they, they, they did uh, lots of downwinds with the hand, hand paddle and, uh, by, by himself alone. Yeah. I had this. I, 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 I can't. I don't want to go. Yeah. It's, um, you definitely feel safer standing up. <laughs> and, and it's easier yeah. to get going with a paddle standing up, too. It seems. Yes. So yeah. um, then, so yeah. Mm. After the takeoff, no, pro- no problem. But once down, it's harder yeah. to get up again. Yeah. What what board are you using? Is it like your, your stand up or is it special? I, I, I use a, a custom made from Dave. Yeah. It's a prone, it's prone downwind board, but I, I can't, I can stand up too. Oh, you can so it's similar board to your stand up. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I can stand up the board too. Yeah. Yes, yeah. uh, that's been it's been cool following Dave. You know, doing that stuff because yeah. he's really a lot of people want to learn to prone downwind foil. Yeah. Like we touched on earlier, they normally rely on a wave to chip on. Yeah. Chip onto yeah. it and then they pump out. Uh, yeah. If they yeah. come down, they've got to paddle all the way back in. Whereas yeah. what Dave's doing is he's 
He's not chipping yeah. on. He's paddling yeah. on to these, the white caps yes. standing up. Yeah. He's got these hand paddles, which is just awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. And he's yeah. he's doing it, man. Like he's no, I don't I haven't seen anyone else, to be honest, doing like a proper I call yeah. it proper prone down windfall because if you come down, you can get up again. Whereas a lot of the guys, yeah. if they come down, they've got to paddle into the beach and then they've got to get up again, you know, further yeah. in. Yeah. Which so Dave does, uh, they, I think Dave does really, really prone down in foiling. No he does chipping. He, he oh, does a yeah. real prone down in foiling. Yeah, yeah, real prone down in foiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going outside and then get the uh, white water out, mm. the wind says to take off. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, it's so cool. Um, that's something you could do here in Australia, actually, where, where I live. Um, but yeah, the, the, the small, I guess, normal surf prone downwind foiling, you, you couldn't go further than a couple of kilometers here, yeah, you, yeah. unless you're risking going a long way yeah. out to sea and having to come yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. No, very cool. Um, yeah. well, let's, um, that, let's finish up with a tip for those that are wanting to get into downwind foiling. And I guess, what would you, what would you... <laughs> Um, recommend? Uh, uh, I recommend uh, get to learn from the specialist like you mm -hmm. or a good instructor who knows how to downwind pointing. Yeah. Safety yeah. things. Sure. So, definitely going with someone who knows what they're doing will one show you the best conditions, the best yeah. spot to start. And then I guess. Yeah. What about foils and boards? Like, what do you recommend normally? Uh, yeah, I, I, for the gold foil, mm. I recommend a uh, bigger wing, like uh, Mariko uh, GL210 or 240. Yeah, yeah. For the board, there is a, uh, now we have a good, good board for the foiling, easy yeah. to take off and more stable. So it it's important to the choice the good foil on the board. Yeah, it's got to be stable enough to get going, but not so stable and so big that you can't get up at all. So it's always yeah, yeah. a balancing act. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what so about bigger board, bigger, big, bigger board is better for the first yeah, time. For because sure. When you can't uh, get up the foil, get up on the foil, you need to paddling. Yeah. To finish. Yeah. So, sure. Yeah. And then, what about conditions? What, what would you? I do. Uh, like, like Mariko is uh, difficult for the beginner uh -huh. because two uh, there's a big swells, mm -hmm. so not easy to take off. So, yeah. best condition is uh, like uh, uh, Kihei, Kihiran or mm -hmm. Lake Beer. Yeah. Small, small bumps and then uh, wait with. Swells is close. The like yeah. uh yeah, only wind swells is better, I think. Yeah, wind swells is that, that's what I found too is when it's super big and windy, it's yeah. super fun, but it's yeah. when when the when the swells are just like huge like this and you're yeah. disappearing between yeah. there's no wind chop in between. Yeah. So you have to use the swells, which means you have to be going really fast. On the yeah. smaller days when there's no swell, the wind mm -hmm. chop actually gets quite big. And it's yes. the thing, and there's more of them. All these little ones here, 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 here. Yeah, yeah. When there's just big swell that goes past, 
and then there's like a big gap and then it goes yeah. past again and there's a big gap and there's nothing in between so yeah it's a really mm -hmm. good to go out when it's smaller swell or you know in, in a lake or you know more of a uh protected downwind spot i guess mm. yeah 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 so and then uh safety first wear a leash yes and then life jacket then you have to have a form mm -hmm. just in case yeah and then then never give up yeah keep yeah. trying <laughs> the, the, the first one is always the hardest no matter who you yeah. are like yeah. everyone i've spoken to they said their first one was a disaster so yeah. hard so demoralizing you know like really hard to do and um yeah so you're then... really persistent you're not going to get it first time probably not even second time you're probably going to take you five six seven times and then when you get good conditions it's all going to click once you have it yeah. Yeah. You'll never not do it. Yeah. But now most of my friends who try the downwind boiling, they got a wings. So yeah. Doing uh downwind with the wings now. Yeah, we gotta we gotta convert them, don't we? We gotta teach them to I'm trying to work on like teaching people to paddle up onto the foil. And yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's all equipment. And once they have one go at it, they they'll understand why we like it better. But yeah. For sure, it's it's a steeper learning curve. The, the wing, you learn to wing, you learn to free wing, you can yeah. downwind. But paddling downwind is more oh. free, more of yes. a free feeling. Yeah, I agree. I am more yeah. free. Yeah, more pure. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. I trying to them get it back on the supporting supporting yeah. downwind. Yeah, we'll we'll get them back. We'll get them back. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right yeah. well thanks thanks for your time tomo it's been really good to to chat to you yeah. And, um yeah joining third episode so, of the the casey yeah. catcher yeah thanks james i want to say uh about you a little bit because sure. uh, you you already famous in japan yeah. you won the morokai to wafu and then many sub racing and uh uh you won the regular sub self competition too yeah and then now you doing the winging really good so everybody said uh james does everything so yeah many Japanese to, people always I watching to, you try to cover all bases you know here in yeah. sydney we get lots of different conditions and yeah. you know some days it's flat so you just want to yeah. just paddle your race board other days it's good surf yeah. so you want to go for a surf yeah. other days the it's too crowded to surf, so I'll take my sub surf out. It's windy, you're downwind, downwind foil, downwind wing. It's windy and there's yeah. waves, you downwind, you wing. Yeah. So many it, options. It, you know, got all it, the toys, it, you gotta use them. Yeah, it's good style. It's a waterman, waterman style. Yeah. Well, yeah, I wanna, I wanna be, uh, yeah, I wanna be like you and Dave, and uh, they doing everything, yeah. Mm, so you do yeah. everything. So, Good to be well rounded. Uh, you never get bored yeah. that way. Yeah, yeah. It's always thanks for the yeah. Thanks for the inspiration for that. Oh yeah, no worries, Tom. Just just so just nice. enjoying it and um getting out there yeah. and yeah. Yeah, having fun. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Tomo.